0: Welcome to the Fitz Group Podcast for its members and our community at large. Our desire is to create a connection with our audience, communicate through seasons of transition, and empower you to make your business all you dreamed it would be. Join us now for the next episode of the story that will be told with our hosts, Fitz and Heather. Goals part one, 10 steps to goal setting. Listen, every year, Um, I, I take time between, uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas, uh, really Thanksgiving and the end of the year to, to walk through my year and to walk through the year I want to have next year. Uh, some people call that goal setting. Some people call it game planning, whatever terminology you want to put to it, um, is fine. I don't care, but I like thinking through the year I had. I want to I talk about, I want to I think about the wins. I want to think about the losses. I want to think about what I could have done. My good friend just said, uh, I, you are the problem and the solution. I want to figure out where I was the problem and how I can be the solution. And, and I want to tee myself up for the new year to have an explosive year. And so here we are looking at a new year coming upon us. And I don't want to be three months in to the new year finally putting together a game plan. I want to hit the new year running i think there's some very real aspect of the 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 year ends a new year begins The this the slate is wiped clean it's not really you still have last year's baggage but but in, in mentally you're sort of saying okay that was last year i'm in a new year now and i want to start the year running So one of the processes I go through in helping myself establish what I'm going to work on for the next year is these 10 steps to goal setting. This is not 10 steps I made up. (laughs) I I promise you, I am not that smart. I just regurgitate what other smart people say. So uh, what I'm going to talk about today, I pulled from these two books, Goals, uh, by Brian Tracy. One, I mean, to me, if, if anybody is uh, reading about goals or talking about goals and they're not quoting Brian Tracy, they just are playing with half a deck. They're, they don't have the full information at their hands. This book is solid. How to get everything you want faster than you ever thought possible. I promise you, I started the goals uh, talk and people are like, ah, oh, goals hang up. Ah, oh, goals skip. I'm going to go to the next video. I don't, I'm going to go to the next podcast. I, I don't want to listen to another talk about goals. How to get everything you want faster than you ever thought possible. This is why we talk about goals. You could take a lifetime to achieve something that could take you a year otherwise. Would you want a lifetime or a year? I like getting through things faster. The other book is Success, The Glenn Bland Method. How to set goals and make plans that actually work. This is what Glenn Bland did to see the success that he saw. So these 10 steps that I'm going to go through come from these two books. I didn't make it up. But once I put it together, it is something I go through every year. Sometimes multiple times a year. It depends on how the year's going. Sometimes I need a reset mid-year. But sometimes I just wait to the end of the year. Most of the time, I definitely do it uh, from Thanksgiving to the end of the new year. So I'm starting the new year strong. 10 steps to goal setting. Let's go through them. Uh, number one. Start by making uh, an inventory of your dreams, the things you want to have, do, be, and share. There are no limits. Write down everything, work, family, relationship, mental, emotional, social, material, physical goals you want to achieve. I got a friend that calls this white sheeting. Other people call it brainstorming. Some people call it mind mapping. But what I want you to do is, is just take out a blank piece of paper. Maybe it's a massive dry erase board. and I want you to just write down everything you've ever thought about wanting. I want a great marriage. I want amazing kids. I I want to be an astronaut and go to the moon. I, I want to listen. There's nothing wrong with this. This is, by the way, I, I, you got to be careful who you share this inventory with, because some people go, "You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that." I mean, I'm a parent, and I find myself sometimes saying that to my own kids, "You can't do that. Don't don't share this. We're gonna get to a place where you can, but in this first step, don't share all this with anybody. It's just for you." So so because it's for you, feel the freedom to write down just anything you possibly could think of. Okay? Number two, go over the list and estimate when you could realistically reach these goals. Prioritize them and decide which you'll work on first. So once you brainstorm everything you want, you now have to kind of go through and say, okay, realistically, how long is it going to take me to get this? Oh, that's going to take 20 years okay, well, maybe it's something we can start on now, but that's not a priority to work on right now. Maybe we can set up some goals that lead up to that one, but, but really, that's put that off to the side for now. But you're going to have to prioritize these because you can't work on everything. A lot of times I'll talk to people about December 31st goals. What do you want to achieve by the end of the year so that when you're at the New Year's Eve party, you can tell people genuinely that you had a great year and here's why. And I remember one time I had, I was working, walking through this exercise with somebody and basically the December 31st goals they gave me was step one. It was everything that person had ever wanted to achieve in life, ever dreamed of as December 31st goals. I got to achieve this by the end of the year. (laughs) It's like, dude, some of these contradict each other. Like you want to make a million dollars this year and you want to have a good relationship with your wife. Well, if you're starting at 0, making a million this year may mean you miss some dates with your wife. It may mean you miss some of your kid's soccer games. Like you, that that those two could conflict. So we have to prioritize what's more important now. I'm not saying for life, I'm saying now. Number 3. Select your four most important goals. List the reasons these are important to you and why they excite you. The reasons are more important than the objective. When we do sales, we talk a lot about um, you've got to get the client to emotionally connect to why they're buying this life insurance. That's what this step does. You're selecting the four most important goals, and now you're emotionally connecting to these. If you don't emotionally connect to your goals, they're really just wishes. They're really just hopes, but they're not ever something you're going to achieve. You have to emotionally connect to it because when things get hard, when objections and obstacles come against you in your mission, in your journey to achieve these, in your quest to achieve these goals, being emotionally connected to it is going to be the thing that pulls you through those hard times. Uh, Heather talks does a teaching about the narrow passage being emotionally connected to where you're trying to get to on the other side gets you through that squeezing process of getting there you got to emotionally connect to it number four write down how you'll feel when you achieve each goal be specific describe what you'll see and hear. you hear Olympic athletes talking about how they they, they, they envision they, they get a chance every four years to get a, to get a medal and so they envision when they're working out what it's gonna feel like to win what it's going to feel like to be on that, on that podium and, and have that person put the, put the medal on their neck and then they get to hear their national anthem and they start thinking on the, on the podium and think about all the people that helped them get there. and They're just overwhelmed with emotion and they just start crying. Olympic athletes go through this all the time in their training. Why won't that work for us? <laughs> it does work for us. Write down how you're going to feel when you achieve each goal. Number five, list all the reasons you can achieve these goals this year what do you have going for you character traits friends financial resources education time energy etc take inventory of your strengths skills and tools you're listing off the things you already have that are reasons that you can achieve these goals this year you've already got these this this inventory of things okay number six Describe the specific attributes that will help you reach your goals. This is different than number five. Number five, you're listing off what you have that are reasons that you can achieve this this year. Number six, you're listing off the things that are actually going to be needed to achieve these things this year. They may not be things you have. Okay? Time management, discipline, organization, etc. cetera. Now compare these to your list from number five. What areas can you strengthen? Never belittle yourself. Take the initiative to improve what you've got. I think about Stuart Smalley from Saturday Night Live. Because I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. <laughs> anybody, anybody else remember that from back in the day? So you've got, to, don't, take, don't belittle yourself. Take the initiative to improve what you've got. Uh, number seven, write down the things that prevent you from already having the goals you desire. We want many things, but lack of action usually prevents us from having them. We must know what we need to overcome and have a step-by-step plan for action. So you wrote down the things you've got that, that are reasons you can achieve this, this year. Now you're describing what you need. Now you're writing down the things that are comp- going to prevent you from doing this. There's, there's this thing in the world now uh, among the, the talking heads. They talk about toxic positivity. And, and we've actually done a podcast about toxic positivity. It's, it's, it's the belief that you just can't ever say anything negative. And if you do say anything negative, well, clearly you're a demon-possessed person and you're going straight to the pit of hell, right? Like you can't say anything negative. Well, there, there are ways of saying negative things positively, but we do need to address the elephant in the room. Listen, if you're establishing goals and you're committing your next year of your life to achieving it, you do need to take the brutal, honest assessment of what's going to stop me from this this year. Not, well, nothing's going to stop me. I'm going to see this through to the end. No, you're not. I mean, maybe, but if you just because you deny that there's a giant on the other side of the river calling out the armies of Israel, just because you say he doesn't exist, doesn't actually make him go away. You have to go, huh, there's a giant right over there that probably could kick my butt. I'm going to see if somebody else can throw a stone at him and knock him down. So like, you, you, have, to, you have to acknowledge those walls or pitfalls that are out there. Number eight, take time now to work out your plan to overcome the obstacles and achieve your goals. (sighs) Ask yourself, what would I have to do first to accomplish this? What can I do to change the things that prevent me from having it now? Let me just tell you, an obstacle, an objection that's going to come out this year and going to come out against you in achieving your goals, family emergency. It's labeled family emergency. We joked at one time, we're going to change the name of TFG. The Fitz Group is the family emergency group. Because you join us, I promise you're going to have a family emergency. Really, any time you take a significant step in life to achieve something that sets you apart from the masses, you're going to face an obstacle. So I just told you you're going to face it. Let's make plans now of how you're going to overcome it. I remember going through uh, driver's ed. Right now, we got a kid going through learning how to drive, and I hope we can teach him everything before he gets his license because we live in Dallas. We grew up in a country. It's easy to drive there. There's all kinds of ditches that you can fall. But this is a problem in, in the city. Anyway, I remember my driver's uh, ed teacher, Coach Fogelman, used to say, you need to constantly be checking for your bailout areas. Like, you're, you're following these cars. If they suddenly slam on brakes and you're going too close and you're going too fast to stop in time where are you going to bail out can you go to your right can you go to your left you constantly have to check your mirrors you need a plan of how you're going to overcome it when that thing happens in your family and it's gonna how are you going to overcome that and not be deterred from the goals that you set for yourself number nine establish some role models They can be people from your life or top achievers. Write down three to five names of people who have realized what you want to achieve. Write down the qualities and behaviors that made them successful. Then call or write them. I'm always looking for new mentors. I'm always looking for people who are where I want to be. I will say this. Don't make the mistake of assuming that because somebody's great at one thing, that they're great at all things. Don't, Don't make that assumption. That's a dangerous assumption. Just because somebody's great at business doesn't mean they have a great marriage. It doesn't. Just because they have a great marriage doesn't necessarily mean they have great kids. Just just because they're, they're, they're great at marriage doesn't mean they're also great at business and know how to pay off debt. I know some really happy marriages that are drowning in debt. So, like, don't assume that just because they know one thing, they know all things. But, yeah, reach out to them. And don't be weird. I've had people say to me, Will you be my mentor? Don't, no, I don't know. What does that mean? What, what what are you asking of me? Are you is this gonna take a lot of time? Like, <laughs> don't do that. You can have a mentor relationship with a mentor and they don't even know that they're your mentor. I think it's kind of weird when people say, I mentor that person. <laughs> I think that's kind of, I don't know. Like, I don't know who I mentor. I don't mentor everybody. And some people I'm mentoring clearly aren't receiving it. But others that I don't feel like I'm mentoring are receiving it. Don't be weird about it. Just ask them, hey, I'd love to, can I buy you a cup of coffee? John Maxwell talked about, you know, he found the people who were excelling in his profession and he paid them $100 to have lunch. He bought their lunch and spent $100 on them. Here's a $100 bill and asked them a thousand questions for that hour. Was it worth it? I'd say for John Maxwell, it's paid off. Number 10, take a few minutes to give yourself credit for goals you have already accomplished and write them down. This is an important point. These could be in the work, marriage, home, and family, anything, don't hesitate to give yourself credit for things already done, you deserve it. I'm a goal-oriented person, it's very easy for me to beat myself up when I don't achieve goals. But I do have to take the time you have to take the time to reflect on the successes in your life now maybe you 're in a place where you 're like, my life is no evidence of success fits it 's just been an, a, a whipping I got n-. well, listen, you woke up this morning breathing. you put your feet on the floor and you got out of bed. Those are successes don 't hesitate to choose your victories that 's something I learned early on and it 's just i mean I've, I've, I feel like i 've done this forever. I, I know people who can pull defeat out of the jaws of victory, but I choose victories in the jaws of defeat. It feels like I'm beaten. It feels like I'm I'm down. It feels like somebody else won, but I will see, I will find that one thing that I was really great at, and I'll pat myself on the back for it. Well, that's self-absorbed. No, it's not. I just grew up believing if I can't congratulate myself, I can't depend on anybody else doing it. I'm going to do that for myself because I need that confidence. You need that confidence. It's not self-absorbed. It's not um, all those ego-driven negative words that are out there for you to say to yourself, you know what? I did good right there. Pat yourself on the back. Give yourself a break. Congratulate yourself on the work that you've done. And now let's look forward. Don't keep looking back. Acknowledge, recognize, congratulate. Let's move forward. Fair enough. Hope that helps. And uh, if I can do anything to let me to to help you reach your goals, or establish your goals, or talk about your goals, I'm here to help. Here's my contact information. We'll talk. Soon.